Welcome to another episode of Lovers and Things podcast. Where your favorite couple's favorite couple talks, talks about, about the things, things they love. love. Beautiful. That's powerful. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't powerful. sing this time. Did yeah. you? Were yeah. you prepared? I wasn't. Apparently, you're keeping me on my toes. <laughs> you know, when you do sing, I, yeah. I don't know you're about to sing. So I'm, not, I'm caught on my, on, my, on my heels. Listen. So now you keep me on my toes now. Clear. I see what this is. You know, they say Lexus like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Oh. That's not what they wow. say. That's what they say now. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what for, they say that's now. That's for another episode. We'll get into that later. <laughs> oh, boy. But happy whatever day it is you guys are listening to the podcast. Thank you for sitting in with us again. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, it's a Tuesday because Tuesdays are when we drop these things. So. Yes. Mark your calendars. Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure everybody have a printout of a calendar on their walls. <laughs> Just go ahead. Every Tuesday, run down yeah. the calendar. Yeah. Just put put uh what you, what should they put on it? L A T lovers and things. Put an L and a heart. Ooh, because that's our logo look like that. Hashtag branding. <laughs> Hashtag branding. Yeah, put put L heart T on your cow. I don't care what else you got going on on yeah, that Tuesday. Yeah, it don't matter. Matters. Your dentist appointment. Responsibilities. What is that? No. Take no. your medicine. Whatever's going on. Yeah. Pick up the kids. No. Get rid of it. Love tea. Yeah, that's what happens on Tuesdays, and cool. usually early in the morning, so you guys can like you know start your day with us. Oh, yes. nice. Um, but yeah, uh, how's it going, babe? Well, you know, I'm relaxed. Relax. I'm relaxed because you know we. Babe. Took, I feel like another staycation. <laughs> <laughs> taking another staycation. Do we do this a lot? <laughs> well, the last time, why did last time we took two days off, right? I think we took two days off. Just Why? to like. Why did we do that? Because sometimes we feel like we want to take days <laughs> off. And so <laughs> we so want to do that. Back, we do. I think less than a month later with a week, almost a week off. Yeah. We took effectively off. Almost we, a week yeah, off. Yeah. Except for like Friday, which is kind of. Yeah. Doesn't count. Um, but yeah, you know what it so, is? Uh, what's up with us? You know, I think it is. So Greg and I are very much like um show up for everyone people like we Uh love our people and so oftentimes like our time off is serving other people sometimes Mm -hmm. and so i think this year we had a conversation and let me know if i'm wrong babe we had a conversation about you know what we're using up these days off these pto days and we are going to do things you know obviously supporting our family and friends but we're still going to do stuff for us too sit in the nothing i think is what we're yeah and like kind of enjoy our lives you know right and i think uh and it was kind of i feel like last time we talked a little bit about this when we were talking about the grind mode and being able to turn that off and that's like a weird spot that we're at in our lives yeah coming out of our 20s and you know getting into the the midsection of our 30s yep it's like you know now we're effectively what they people call settle down yeah that's weird down i love it I don't know. We settled like down. We settled down. You think it's settled? Let me tell you when I realized we're settled down. Okay. Is when we were shopping. We were in the store. Mm-hmm. And we were laughing and, and enjoying our time yeah. at, at Lowe's. Okay. In the faucet aisle. <laughs> this is... They not nothing get more settled down than that. Then us when looking you're at faucets. faucets and just laughing and keep having the having a ball. Yeah, the time of our lives. We we right. love lows. Um, that's good. That's settled down. Is that settled? You that's know what? Down. It comes up on you quick, and it's like you're settled down, <laughs> but it feels <laughs> fun still. <laughs> like it's settled down on a paper, but for whatever reason, I'd be having fun with you. <laughs> Y'all, y'all are listening to Lex coming to terms well, the fact with that being I, to settle down. I'm settled down. Girl, you settle down. <laughs> no more hot girl summers. L- listen. No more like, you know, no more sleeping on your friend's couches. Yeah, those days are behind a, me. A wild night out. Those days are behind me. You settled down, girl. I mean, can't say that I'd ever want to go back there. I'm okay with moving forward. <laughs> you don't want to deal with that. <laughs> I'm okay with moving yeah, forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with uh. As much as I, I love a good drink, mm-hmm. and I drink with the best of them, yeah. I just know how to drink, and I don't want to go back to a hangover. Yeah. So maybe that's, that's what settle down. Settle down is recognizing the fun in all the aspects of life, the partying, the friends, the going out, the all the kind and of being stuff. being settled in yourself, that, that's 
That was a thing. That was a moment. And it was a moment. I enjoyed my moment. Yeah. But now I have new moments to new create. Moments. Mm-hmm. I have new things to do. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, so so we're definitely settled. I could see you feeling settled. that way. Yeah. So that's how you've so. been. You've been settled. I love that for you. But yeah, this this uh time off has kind of just like helped me be relaxed in that in that just overall existence. I I'm agree. Just chilling. It's I've, been I've just fun. been enjoying this moment now before I get back to the grind. Yeah, because the grind don't stop. Yeah. The so grind don't quit. What's been up with you? Oh, gosh. Well, more of the same, you know, s- being settled. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, life has been fun. I think I said the last episode, I've been feeling very balanced, very happy. And that's more of the vibe here. Um, so I think as of late, I've been doing a lot of just, you know, random scrolling on socials and oh part of being settled is rolling scrolling on social media and seeing a huge event happen that you didn't even know was getting ready to happen and coachella was that thing for me (laughs) listen i did not all of a sudden people were were wearing you know starry weird starry and cowboy inspired outfits yeah and i was like oh this feels like festival season and they're like, yeah coachella i'm like oh wow coachella Why is we happening get into it? we gotta go to the next one yeah we ha- we probably got one more year to make that happen so next year we Dude, get i don't to think that coachella. i don't think that will ever end <laughs> um, i mean to a certain point yeah i don't why you can't be want to be too like far that. into my 40s mm. at coachella because well, i don't what? think I'd, i don't think i'd want to be in that space but you know at a you, music festival. I think you can experience certain things from different angles at, at different age and different, different tax angles. brackets. That's a key word you yeah, said. Yeah, different angles. The VIP angle. The VIP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean the, the air conditioned tent angle. Air conditioned tent. Angle. Yeah, like where's my private bus right. angle? Yes. Yeah, uh, I can do that. Right. So, um, but yeah, we gotta. We should like make that a thing. Yeah. Put that into the. Uh, the atmosphere atmosphere coachella coachella, coachella so for us. i think i mean i didn't i you know if it's if it's cute and if it's comfy i'm there we should invite the listeners y'all want to go to coachella with us they should they should come with us lord no thumb can you thumbs up this if you want to go just to leave coachella. a chat somewhere yeah like i would like to vibe well, at coachella with lex and Greg. you know everyone gets a plus one yeah of course because it's lovers and things let's make it a thing for real though yeah sprinkle a little a notebook because i'm putting I a little belief can, juice we on can that. do something some collab of some sort <laughs> a space a lovers and things vibe yeah at coachella a little vibe corner vibe corner vibe corner because we're good we for a vibe a pod at coachella yo wild and ask people all the things that they love who is this man that weekend. this man is like amongst the stars right now i love this yes we might get some very fun answers <laughs> <laughs> from all the people that are amongst the stars that are amongst the stars um, psychedelically that is too funny yeah coachella would be a vibe um so I was looking and seeing all the fodder about it, of course, watching all the outfits, the girls and their get ready with me's um, super, super cute. And then I see news of Frank Ocean apparently tanking at Coachella, which, again, I'm out of the wave. So one, I didn't know that Frank Ocean was performing live anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen this man in like seven years. Um, so the fact that he was semi headlighting from what I understand or whatever, at least performing at Coachella was odd. But then when I saw that he tanked, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hasn't performed in seven years. And the last time he performed also tanked pretty badly. What happened? What do you mean by that? From it's what like- I understand, like he started an hour late. Oh. Um, and when he did start, like, you no one could see him on the stage. The songs are really dis- disoriented. Like there was large gaps in between songs. So it wasn't like a the full, like it was really well. weird. And then he canceled the second weekend. Like he was supposed to perform right. twice. Then he canceled it. So I don't know. The only thing I heard was that I heard people complaining about yeah. the live stream being like stopped or yeah because in person like it wasn't working in person either like it wasn't a good performance and i always wondered frank ocean is one of those artists who i discovered later than you did i discovered him channel orange album album channel orange yeah you knew nostalgia ultra was Mm -hmm. his uh mixed is that a mixtape i think it was a mixtape yeah and then the lonnie bro stuff you listened to when he was yeah when he was doing that kind of stuff yeah but um, I discovered him via Channel Orange, that literal orange album. 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 Yeah, and I always felt ultra. him to be like an introverted in my own world sort of artist. So he was, he's never felt like a stage performer to me. 
So the fact that he's even doing stage performing things when I feel like it's not his vibe, mm. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to push himself. Who knows? He has the ability to draw, obviously. Yeah. A festival crowd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He can fill up any venue you think of on the planet. Because his music is great. Because he is Frank Ocean at the end of the day. Yeah, great, great However, artist. if you were to ask me genuinely, what venue would you like to listen to Frank Ocean? Yeah. I would want to say something like a Sony Music Hall. Mm, something more Manhattan, intimate. Uh, House of Blues. Yep. In Orlando. Like, I'm thinking small... Theater is ah, a stretch. Okay. I'd say a theater might work for him. I could see a theater I could see him working. In very intimate, intimate, intimate settings. Yeah. Like a Sony Music Hall. The moment mm-hmm. you start to get the the up in the air seating, yeah. I think then you lose the connection for his type of music because his I music agree. is effectively spoken word more than mm. it is music. It's moody. It's intimate. It's personal. And yeah, I I think for music like that, if you're going to perform it, it requires, I would think a lot of um a lot of visuals, right? You'd have to have things yeah, around yeah. you to to convey the message of the art, and but him himself isn't the the physical draw for a performance, right. if that makes sense. You need the you need a captive audience because the moment venues get bigger, than um like than like a th- like a th- an intimate room Mm -hmm. even like a um blue note would be nice for him now that'd be too small but he could work a blue note he could actually like a secret pop in yeah i actually think blue note might not be bad if he were to be doing like you remember when he was he (laughs) the infamous last time we saw him for real at the oscars Mm -hmm. when he was it was just the keys it was just hit the keys yeah it was an instrumental version of some of his best music i think that could work at a blue note Right. But the point I'm making is that I think once the room gets too big and people are allowed to get distracted by something else that by way of physical space, then I think you you, you can lose crowds in that way. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, again, aren't a got, 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 giddy got sort of yeah, like yeah. dancing, showy, fi- pyrotechnics yeah. performer. Well, that's I, I, th- I thought it was just the live stream, but people are complaining because of actual. No, like in person, like, like it was an hour late. It was not well put together. Um, so, yeah, but I, you know what? I love Frank Ocean and I think artists should be able to exist in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's a bag in performing live. So, like, I know yeah. why artists want to do it because the record isn't going to make you money. The yeah. performances are. And to do what I'm suggesting, those small rooms, you got to mm-hmm. do a lot That's of shows. That's a lot of work. That's yeah. physically difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm, so, fun. anyway, um, are you guys familiar with Frank Ocean? We're clearly passionate about him. Um, <laughs> he's uh, That soundtrack, Channel Orange, is like the soundtrack in my mind to the beginning of Greg and I's relationship, one of those albums. Mm-hmm. So, I like it quite a bit. But do you guys know Frank Ocean? Did you hear about like the mishap at Coachella? Does he does he fall under the give black men grace category of give this man some grace because yeah, he's not a performer. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just I, I think he got to look at more intimate settings. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was fun for me. So that's what I've been doing. I've been, you know, catching up on on youthful things via the Internet. <laughs> yeah, And uh, speaking of the Internet, I was scrolling through Instagram. And, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our our background our foundation is orlando yeah so i'm connected with a lot of restaurants there mm-hmm. a lot of the publications down there orlando weekly yep and uh i stumbled upon uh domu's this this ramen restaurant domu. that we've been to a few times good stuff so yeah, I mean, domu is a heavy hitter yeah if y'all trying to get ramen orlando. i'm not talking about ramen i mean Ramen. Like ramen. Like roll your sleeves up ramen. Cashew pork in a miso no. broth. You're going to need a shower after ramen. Yeah, it's crazy good. Throw your clothes away. Bring yeah. a trash bag to put your clothes in <laughs> after ramen. It is that good. You go to Domo. Yeah. And um, they posted uh, something about this this article on Orlando Weekly mm-hmm. titled The 22 Hardest to Get Into Restaurants in Orlando. Oh. Which kind of struck a nerve with me. <laughs> <laughs> Were you personally slighted by the 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 clickbait of that? Hard title? to get into mm-hmm. is not attractive to me. Okay, <laughs> don't make it difficult for me to come in and spend my money. 
eat your food eat that your you food and give you my money that i'm making <laughs> this is a fair exchange here i don't disagree you with set that the prices you've got to manage the venue and right, allow me right. to get in there so they and then they're just like you know what um yeah that's just what it is like it's it's just what it is mm-hmm. you know Hard to get into restaurants. So then I scroll through this list. Yeah, what is this list? Because just uh, to add a little color to what Greg is saying, we lived in Orlando for a very long time. A decade. A decade. And in that decade, we we went to the restaurants, honey. Greg and I ate. If it was yes. nothing we was going to do, we was going to eat. We ate every weekend, and we ate at the places. At, at, we frequented the places. It was, it was, <laughs> it was obsessive yeah. to the point where we had platform we created platforms yeah from all the the doings events created lifelong friends through mm-hmm. the community through the food community yeah through eating Babe, there's a food com- <laughs> food community what is this yeah but orlando is a sneaky place y'all if y'all you know go for disney and all that orlando orlando universe orlando if you want to but orlando is actually a really good place for food right really good hidden gem for food yeah and more often than not a lot of the places that or everyone that are in Orlando goes to. Mm-hmm. I kind of struggle with that one. No, um, I'm with you. <laughs> they are, um, they're not near Disney or anywhere to do with yeah. Universal. They're not like anything to do with that touristy main area. Yeah, because I mean, we Disney. We avoid it as much as possible. Exactly. That's more like celebration Florida. So for mm-hmm. those who you aren't aware, you have Orlando, which is like true Orlando. Like your city says Orlando. And then you have the outskirts of Orlando, which is oftentimes where people visit from a tourist perspective. Kissimmee. Kissimmee, yeah. Celebration, um, Winter Garden, like all that right. stuff that's out. People will call the Metro Orlando area. But when we're talking about Orlando's food, oftentimes we're talking about the the restaurants that are in Orlando yeah. proper. You kind of got to know where you're going. You know, yeah. A tourist is not just going to stumble upon these places. Exactly. So mm-hmm. going through this list, I'm like, I, it, you know, I was so upset. I'm like, we're celebrating hard to get into restaurants, and I, and I was like, <laughs> it's Dumbo, not a, that's I not remember Dumbo being hard to get to, but what, what else was there? And then when I pulled the list, I was like, oh, okay, and a lot of PTSD came rushing. Back. Okay, tell me, tell me, so, can we hear the list? And can so, I like tell you if I agree? Right, I want to get your thoughts on this because I want to get one. Do you remember this place? Okay, and two, do you feel like? There was difficulty getting in. Okay. So go. one was Black Rooster Taqueria. No. We were always in that. Place. Always at Black Rooster. Now, granted, we've been gone for like five years now, but when we were there, Black Rooster was not difficult to get into, but yes, very delicious tacos. It was the easy one-two combo. You go to Guest House. Yes, get next some drinks, door. Yep. And then when you're done getting drinks at Guest House, you go next door to Black Rooster. Period. Boom, one-two, you're out. Done. Out. Boom. That's that's you your night. That's right your there. night. Yeah. So not hard to get into. I don't no, know why no, that's we on the list. We were there a lot and we, we would just sit right up. Yeah. Sometimes up the, the line was, I mean, you have to wait in line, but that's like waiting in line because you had to order your food. Like, like normal. Yeah, like normal. Okay. So Black Rooster, maybe it's changed. Let maybe. us know if it has. Um, the next one that I recall is Cadence. Cadence? I've never been there, have I? We've never been. Yeah, we've never been to Cadence. Because it's hard to get into. <laughs> <laughs> So that one, yes, we so agree. Cadence is a Michelin-starred um, sushi restaurant in Orlando. S- some of the best food. I mean, the Michelin star says enough. Yeah, that says it all. Um, if you can't get into Cadence, let me know. Um, I may want to join you. I will fly down. I will fly down. <laughs> we will fly down to uh, go to Cadence. So let me know if you where, get a Where is that? Back. What street is that on? Um, it's this black building. You've taken a picture in front of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, a black matte black building with nothing on it. It's just painted black. Yes, that's Cadence? Yeah, that's Cadence. Oh, okay. Dope, dope. So the next one is Seven Bites. I don't recall Seven Bites. We did wait a while to get Seven Bites. It's the place that have the smothered biscuits on the little tray. Oh, yeah. We did wait to get in there. Remember it has the little... We waited to get into Seven Bites. I'd say worth it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was waiting on a Sunday, <laughs> probably worth it and yeah. i'm going to wager that a lot of these places are probably surrounding the brunch culture like waiting brunch the, culture, br- yeah. the brunch because co- yeah you will wait for brunch in orlando seven bites was a mess yeah then biscuits way. i don't think i've i don't think i've recovered since then it's like it's been like eight years i don't think I've yeah that was good okay it so seven dense. bites approved yeah. seven bites worth it um they've got pig floyd's 
Do you remember Pig Floyd's? I do. And Urban Barbacoa. What I'm going to say about Pig Floyd's, and this may have changed again, Pig Floyd's was in Winter Park. If I recall, if I'm wrong, y'all tell me. But That's we went about, there yeah. once. And I don't remember. I remember Pig Floyd's being one of those places that people would hype up. Oh, Pig Floyd's. Hype it up. And when we did go, we went for lunch. And I wasn't impressed. It's yeah. one of those places that was like, the menu was supposed to be like American inspired, almost barbecue pit inspired a little bit. Yeah. And like, uh, like American, American style fare. Yeah. And, um, it wasn't great. Like I, I was not impressed. So I don't know. I think Pig Floyd's has a really good reputation in the city. I don't know if it's worth waiting for though. And I'll be honest with you. I went there with EJ, mm. my good friend, Eric. Yep. And I do remember waiting in line. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember looking at that menu over and over again and be like, Ain't but four things on this menu. What? Else, why do I still have this menu? <laughs> what is this? Because I was just in line and we were just bored, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I do agree. It's a little mid. Yeah, it's like that's, it's that's not, not worth, worth the wait. Yeah, y'all shouldn't be standing in line for pig ports. Come on. All right, they have one on here. I don't think we've been to the polite pig. This one is in Disney Springs. It's on that corner. Once you get off the elevator from the parking deck and you come down, immediately to the right, there's a barbecue spot. Oh. And then to the left is like Zara. Yeah, I was confusing like this with something else. Um, But this yeah, no, we have not, we've never been to the plate pig. It looks fun, though. I can't, Yeah, so I can't tell you if it's worth getting into or not. But Disney Springs, Disney Springs is alone. usually very busy. So I could see people yeah. waiting just due to the foot traffic alone. And as the name suggests, Disney Springs is a tourist park. Yes. So you're going to get deal with the tourist uh traffic. Yeah, for sure. Now, the ravenous pig. Do you remember this? Oh, ones? am I confusing the ravenous pig with Pig Floyd's? I don't remember ravenous pig. Maybe we skip that one. No, the ravenous pig is another one that people would like go up for in Orlando. It was remember. a. It's a sit down. I think it's also Winter Park. Uh, a sit down spot, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, yeah, I I don't think we've ever been there though, so I can't tell there. you. I think I maybe the ravenous pig was near. That one kind of Spanish tapas place. Mm-hmm. And that place was so distracting. Yes. I probably found myself going to the other place. I forgot what it's called. I know what you mean, though. Um, I cannot remember what that place is called. We've been There's one location in Tampa, too. Yeah. Oh, to. shoot. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's probably why I've never been to Ravenous Pig. We got distracted by other things. Uh, Stubborn Mule. Oh yeah, we've gone to the stubborn mule before. We've been gone there a couple is a times. Mess to get into, yeah, right? the For stubborn mule—it's brunch. I'm telling you that brunch culture. When you get a lot of young people living in apartments in one centrally located yeah. area, and that's where the stubborn mule and the is at. Life in Orlando is thick, thick. Is three C's, three so C's. So you're coming out the heels of a night on a Saturday in Orlando. Yeah, you need a you need some hefty breakfast. And the stubborn mule is that spot. I would say. Is it worth getting into? I mean, it's your standard, it's your standard brunch spot. It's like not going to give you any flair. There's no true like aesthetic or ambiance. I know we all care about aesthetic now, like, but um, it's there's no aesthetic or ambiance, and the food is good, but the food is just good. It's just good. I would say, you know, I do remember it being difficult to get into. I remember yeah. having to like think about it like a week or two before <laughs> to make reservations. Yeah, right? that's true because they would Cause book you up quick. About it. Oh, it'll be great if we went to brunch. Mm-hmm. And it's the day of, yeah. which is the worst time. To yeah, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but quite frankly, I think Santiago's bodega. I don't know if that's still a thing down there. I think Santiago's is, and Santiago's is hard to get into. Is oh, that on the list? Hard to get into. It wasn't on the list, but oh. I that was hard to get into. Mm-hmm. But that's the brunch you, you should be trying to fight. Listen, because Santiago's got crab legs. Now, if y'all <laughs> looking for y'all <laughs> know how it, I feel about crab legs. crab legs. If y- look, the stubborn mule is going to give you French toast and and bacon. That's yeah. what you're going to get. Cute, but like if you want a spread, a spread. Santiago's Bodega, now that's a brunch, honey. I was, my mouth was agape <laughs> when I saw like the options. I'm like, what is going on in here? Yeah, expensive, but good. Okay, what's next on the list? Um, I'm going to skip that one because I don't know that one. Okay. Uh, Gideon's Bakehouse, I don't remember that being difficult. Get, Gideon's that's like a isn't, you don't even sit down at Gideon's. Gideon's, come in, get yourself it's a, but people do, okay, so fun fact, Gideon used to be next to Domu, which is in a different part of Orlando. They opened a full, like, store in Disney Springs. Okay. And since they've been in Disney Springs, they, you do wait to get into Gideon's. Okay, maybe that's what they're talking about. And people say that it's worth it. I have not been yet, but all of the Disney vloggers that I watch all agree that Gideon's Bakehouse is worth the wait. There's better than sex? 
Better Than Sex is a dessert spot, if I'm not mistaken. A yeah. dessert-only restaurant we have been. And that, to me, was worth it. Yeah, but I made a reservation. But if you had to wait, I'd say it was worth it. But yes, we yeah, made reservations. Yeah, reservation, which mm-hmm. is, like, always the move. Yeah. Uh, but Better Than Sex is great because it's literally a menu of curated desserts and alcoholic beverages, wines, and things like that. Pairings. Beautiful. And, like, such, like, a unique experience that yeah. it's it's fun. It's dessert only. Yeah. That's, that in and of yeah. itself is it speaks. Yeah, and Prado. We've been to Prado a few times. It always felt available. <laughs> no. Nah. Because we'd be, we always always loitering around Winter Park. But I, oh, yeah, so always. So you could just go up to the bar at Prado and just sit down at the bar. You could, but I feel like whenever we have one at a table at Prado, we've had to wait. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. Is it worth the wait? No. Okay. Not in my opinion. But then again, you know, when it comes to, to the Italian fair, I leave that to somebody else. Yeah. I think in that area, because what I'm factoring also in this one is like, if you're there, you probably don't want to leave Winter Park. If you're, on that, if you're on that park ave. That's true. So you might not want to leave. Mm, and, and of your options. Of your options. Prado's like, strong. You, you kind of want to get into Prado. You don't want to leave drive somewhere else. No. If you're hungry. Um, yeah, I would agree. So I think Prado's a good option. Uh, you're going to get a good bowl of pasta. I mean, they make it. They I feel like you can see it. Like it's it's a beautiful experience. Be- now this place has a nice aesthetic. It's got a nice indoor outdoor feel. So yeah. Right. But nothing that's going to blow your mind away in creativity. No, it's cute. It's not like it's good like pasta. It's standard fare. Yeah, very good. Um, it is a briar patch. Oh, the briar. Now, yeah, the you briar patch place. you will wait to get into. The Briar Patch has been booked since 2018. Those elusive brunches. Jesus, it's always the, it's always the freaking brunch because you girls love an endless mimosa. Give it up. Us girls love. <laughs> Us girls love endless mimosas. We went to this one place in Harlem called Renaissance Ooh, for brunch. Yeah. And we got a bottle of sangria. <sighs> that was problematic because... You didn't know how many glasses you had because they would top it off before the glass was less than a half full. It was confusing. Um, <laughs> it was confusing. <laughs> it was confusing. Right? Um, yeah, I love Renaissance. Are they still a thing? Did they make it through the pandemic? Yes. Yeah, we got to go back. I also had a big old bowl of pasta over there. I had yeah, pasta and sangria. Sen- Senegalese. Oof. And they put that. They put that flavor. Very good. Oh man, uh, that's what we're going. With. Maybe we have to swing by tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna our, as part of our staycation. <laughs> this podcast has become a um an all about food <laughs> episode. Yeah, mess with us. Um, but the Briar Patch is a classic Winter Park location. It's been around for years. Known for its brunch, truly only for its brunch. I've never gone to the Briar Patch for anything except for brunch. It is cute. It's quaint. Very much known for like their um ricotta lemon uh pancakes, pancakes. like classic light beautiful brunch light. fare. They have classic m- combinations. Uh, stunning looking desserts. These yes. cakes. Oh yeah, known for their like they layered have this cakes. Major, this like huge display mm-hmm. of cakes, and this one side of it is dedicated to cake services. Alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least when we were there. Yes. And um, yeah, it was it was a fun like you always wanted to just like go there. Yeah, something about it was very attractive. It I think was. The, it was approachable. Yeah, but know. you knew you were getting your money's worth. And you know, once a place has a good reputation, that's really all you can ask for. Right. And the Briar Patch had an excellent reputation, so worth it. Yes, you wait for the Briar Patch. Yeah, wait for that. Yeah, but yeah, Domu, um, was saying. They don't take reservations. That's why you got to wait in line. Yeah, that's the thing that you have to you have to be there, which, you know, from a marketing perspective does give the illusion of like, you know, uh, everyone wants to be there. There's always right. a line. You got to be there. You got to be there. I mean, to be honest with you, though, like usually people can call that bluff if the food ain't good. Yeah, but don't after, can... after a year or two, people are like, wait a minute. I'm not, I don't want to wait for that. It's not good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Don't move. You wait for it's good. Yeah. I could, yeah, uh, of the ramen places in Orlando, Domu was like the one. Yeah. And it's a beautiful experience. It's one of those restaurants where you can see through to the kitchen partially in the back. Right. And everything, and it's intimate too. It's not a huge place. Yeah, they have a nice little seating area. Nice too, that little you can seating take area. Take advantage of in your wait. Right. You can also have beautiful um, Asian inspired cocktails while you're there waiting. While you're waiting. So it's worth the wait. Yeah. Yeah. Forces you to buy a $25 drink. So maybe yeah. that's the scam. But come on, guys. 
Get the reservations working. <laughs> this is a, this is 2023. Let's do that. And we've already said, don't go no, don't be going up to no place without no reservation. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. Um, but yeah, but yeah. That, was, that was a cool trip down memory lane. Definitely. You know what we should do? We should pr- provide a um, Lex and Greg's foodies guide to Orlando because if that's a recent list, we have a pretty good pretty good yeah. experience. And you know that shows the good there. stuff survives. Yeah, the good stuff survives. And honey, we gave the good places all our good money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah. So very nice. I mean, aside aside from that, we've been going down the spring la- the spring landscaping y'all project. Not, y'all not gonna get tired of hearing it's, it because we're gonna keep telling you. It's spring cleaning season. Spring cleaning season. Um we took a trip to Lowe's. Yes. To get some the mulches our, and the things in it. Our fave date night spot lows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is our life now. Uh, can I tell the mulch story? Tell it. So Greg was out doing things in the yard, I suppose. And he's like, oh, I spoke to our neighbors. And I was like, oh, okay, how nice. What's new with them? And he's like, oh, you know, just hanging. But they told me that mulch was on sale at Lowe's and we should take advantage of it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, such a good idea. Yeah. Um, and then I'm coming home from my workout. I spot our other neighbor, lovely older woman, just just lively and all the wonderful things so um she calls me over of course and i walk across the street and she's talking her and her husband are laying down mulch as well naturally naturally and she's like oh you know it looks like you guys need to you know may need a little mulch they got mulch on the sale and the the home deep on the lows got the mulch right she's italian (laughs) love it this is mulch. This is mulch. So, apparently, but apparently, like everyone it. is very like pressed to adamant. get mulch. Adamant. So I, I go in. I say, Greg. Now both of the neighbors are telling us we need mulch. So can we go get the mulch tonight? Because maybe they know something we don't know. Yeah. So we go to Lowe's on our date night and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and to go get the mulch. Um. So now we have like twelve bags of mulch outside of our right. home that we have plans to do something with. We just bought it. But we just bought it. They bullied us into buying <laughs> They mulch. bullied us into buying this mulch because uh, it's on a We weren't ready to install the mulch. We weren't. And we've been planning. Now, for the last two days, we've been planning. Now we got to do the mulch. Now we got to do the you mulch. See, guys, see why we are here have getting. <laughs> it's like they're like um, kind of like very. um, What's the word? Uh, they're very persistent. Persistent the is the best way to put it. And uh, yeah, they they were just like the sale, the sale, the mulch sale. I'm like, yeah, like I'm literally thing. coming back from a workout, a bag? and I'm like, oh, well, you know, the couple, the older couple, they've lived here for generations at this point. Whatever they mm-hmm. say goes, we're going to get the so mulch. We rush, to get, we, we tarp our sedan, <sighs> pile the car up with mulch, the, the tailpipe, drag it on the highway. <laughs> He's being dramatic. Flying, it is not, but uh, imagine to get it was. this mulch. <laughs> we gotta get this mulch. It's gonna the sale's gonna end. The sale. And tell me why I'm on my phone looking on Lowe's app because this is what I do, y'all. I yeah. just scroll through the Lowe's. Homeowner app. life, suburban dad life. I mean, the mulch sale doesn't end till June. I said, now wait a minute because June. because y'all made it seem like this mulch was gonna disappear tomorrow. Right. <laughs> we left on like a work night. Yes, <laughs> it was like a it. Tuesday afternoon, and we're like, this is it's the last in. day for the, the sale. We need the mulch. Oh, man, I'm calling their bluff, and they gotta just like relax, guys. We're getting around to it. I just maybe in the worst, worst time of the season <laughs> to do it. We may be mulching in October, but that's our business. Gosh darn it! it. <laughs> so we're at the um, we're at Lowe's, and you know, naturally, we, we'll go for one thing. It's like I can see how y'all ladies, yes, get caught up in targets easily because I'm in the Lowe's. I don't I've fight gotta it. T- I gotta take a look at the. The, the, the hardware yeah that's how i the feel fix, about the, the skincare fist. you know just yeah. just see what's new i can i can i can empathize thank you so we go we're we're perusing down the the faucets and we're we're taking a look at the faucets this is where we're laughing this is where we realize we're settled <laughs> we're laughing at the faucets and we're poking fun at we're stuff thinking, you're like oh what about you um, the whole thing the back and forth and then we see vanities yeah. We've always wanted to make get to do a vanity project. Yeah, so we, we want to update. Mm-hmm. And tell tell us, tell the people, you tell tell the people what vanity we saw at the Lowe's. <sighs> What's the, what what feature did this vanity have? Uh, it's burning my biscuits already. Okay, so we saw a vanity. You know how your vanity for your bathroom has a door on the front, just a regular swing out door. 
The same one they've been using since 1895. This one had a bar, a sliding (laughs) barn door on your vanity. A mini barn door. A mini. At that point, is it a barn door? It's not. But a sliding door to like emulate a barn door. What is this, guys? You know what? Let go of the barn door. It's not a thing. I hate to break it to you guys. But, you know, country chic, cabin mm. chic, what is the term that um farmhouse? Farmhouse modern, modern listen. Farmhouse. I think we should retire it. I think it's time to retire it. And along with that, first and foremost, mm-hmm. goes that freaking barn door. I think I'm Get done rid with of the barn it. Door. It's I'm, that. It's that. What's I'm her done. name? The Rick and the Go- Joanna. Oh, it's yeah. It's What's Joanna and Ch- Chip, Chip and Joanna Gaines' fault. Got all y'all thinking that farmhouse belongs in yeah. your in your um your your yeah. New York City two bedroom like, apartment. Like they feel like they need to have that. What's that swinging thing? The windmill oh. that people had on the top of the barns, where it showed you the direction of the wind. Yeah, north, <laughs> east, southwest. They having that on plastered near their uh their flat screen TV. Don't do that. Let's let go of that. I think it's had its time. I think Farmhouse Chic really was like doing it mm-hmm. like early 2000s, mid to well, two twenty tens. 2010s. Yeah, yeah, it had a good decade. It had a good run. It had all of us buying wood, resurfacing tables. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a metal element in every Rust, corner of the ru- th- uh, things uh, you would normally throw away. Mitch Mash Chopsky. Mitch Mash Chopsky. kind of worked back then. It was a vibe. Big, big heavy tables. Huge with, with, tables. Uh, it looked like reclaimed wood. Yeah, you, y'all were chopping down your oaks in the back and putting them right. in your living rooms. And this barn door. The barn door. Now that's the one. Yeah, bathroom doors were barn doors. Can Closet you, doors were barn doors. Can you think of the worst door for a bathroom? Yeah. The, than a barn door. No insulation. <laughs> All no, manner. There's All no manner. There's no safety there's no shield. Ceiling <laughs> of sounds and smells. <laughs> Why would you want <laughs> the humidity flowing right, right out? <laughs> like what's happening? <laughs> your, your lamp in your bedroom getting yeah. all foggy from the shower. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Practically. Mm-mm. It's uncivilized. It's, we gotta no. no more bathroom barn doors. Close what it. What kind of privacy can you get from a bathroom barn a, a barn door bathroom? It's door? impossible. And you know what? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of mom talk lately, and a lot of moms complain about their kids following them everywhere. They have no privacy, oh. even in the bathroom. You definitely not getting privacy with a barn door. How do you stop a barn door from sliding? Right, that baby gonna open that door every a, chance again. Wedge a towel on a track <laughs> to stop <laughs> it from sliding. Not happening. Uh, but to see it on a vanity really was oh, just like this is that, the this has got to be the last of the Mohicans. This has got to be the end of it. I submit, and this is like, this is a a leveling moment of this episode of this podcast mm-mm, series. This is episode twenty. Mm. It is. It is. The thing I hate. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> the thing, the I, thing hate. I hate. Barn doors. Oh, I gosh. hate them all. Because you guys know we always have the things we love, but sometimes there are things that we hate. And I hate it. The barn door, I would have to agree, babe. I don't, Especially I hate it as well. As a bathroom door. Oh. Get it out of here. Get rid of thing it. I, I don't hate. know, guys. I don't know. Let us know what you think. And listen, if you're a listener and you have a barn door, you ain't got to get rid of the barn door for us, baby. Keep your door. Keep your door. Um, but from our perspective, it just doesn't seem as practical as maybe I think we thought it was. Foam wedge you could put yeah. on the door to to seal it up a bit. Mm-mm. Cause I I don't know that doesn't work for me. No, no, I agree. Mm. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Thing I hate. Thing I hate. Um, I have a thing that I hate while we're on the topic. What's that? Can't do you mind? I go? Of course, please. I hate water talk. Water talk. What is this? If you go onto TikTok. Oh God. Okay. And if I mean, TikTok. why would you go onto TikTok and you type in water talk, and there is an entire community of mostly Southern women who have these huge sixty-plus ounce cups, sta- specifically the Stanleys, the Stanley okay. brand cups, and they make water tumblers, right? Tumblers, these tumblers with straws, and they make water. 
Okay. When you say make water, you're like Alexis. What are you talking about? Yeah, same. It's like they confusing. Will go in the they will go. The in the they, they will do their daily water routine on TikTok, where they show you they put in the ice, they put in the water. You think that would be the water, but no, they put in sweeteners and sugar-free syrups and all sorts of powders to make their daily waters. Wait, wait no, you mean make their daily juice? No, make their daily waters. We're on water talk. No. It should be juice nope. talk. It's, but it's not. What are they, it they should call it be water a juice, talk? but it's their water. It's like, make your daily water with me. And can I just say, <laughs> God, can I just say, apparently the Dollar Tree has the best um, <laughs> water. Oh boy, they got you. But listen, listen, this is why I hate it. I hate it because to your point, that's not water anymore. <laughs> At the point I'm adding seltzer and sugar-free syrups, it's a Diet Coke. Oh. And I want you to call it a Diet Coke. Call it's a not a, a call a spade a spade, babe. You know what I mean? Who are they lying to? <sighs> themselves. Who are they lying to? Themselves, but also they sold me because uh-huh. <laughs> at first I was like, oh, the idea of making a water just feels like a very southern white girl thing. Uh-huh. I'm gonna just be honest with you guys. Everyone I was seeing was a southern white girl. Right. And it didn't so make it sense like for me. It's like thing, a thing. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, because I was obsessed with water talk, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was like a Tumblr war. Tumblr war. Because everyone was like, oh, the Stanley. The Stanley is what I've been using, but the Stanley spills or the Stanley isn't cute. It's not aesthetic. But be, these people are diehard Stanley people. These are diehard Stanley people. Okay, so there's an opposing side. There's an opposing side What's, to Water Talk. There's a Stanley side, uh-huh. and then there is another brand, a more modern brand, and a cheaper brand called Simply Modern. Okay. And Simply Modern is the same size as the Stanley. It's just way cuter. Right. And you showed me this. I showed you it because I could not believe there was a war. You showed me this. And then I'm like, okay, so there's the Stanley and then there's the Simply Modern. What yep. is going on? Yes. And then I heard the word spill proof. Oh, see, that's the thing. The Stanley, and then I the classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Lex needs the scum. So, yeah, the Water Talk girls got me by way of my husband. I had been obsessing over them, hate watching, if you yeah. will. I was literally hate, hate watching these women and men create these waters that felt like juices. But the minute they were talking about a spill proof tumbler, an aesthetic too, and an aesthetic. I was like, baby, I'm in there. <laughs> As I sip are, from my simply modern tumbler. You are very so you're like this is like, you know the they the old classic cartoon mm-hmm. trap where yep. they'll put the box and mm-hmm. they have a stick in the box. Yep. And they'll put something to lure yep. uh, something. Sometimes it feels a mouse, they put cheese in yeah. there mm-hmm. to lure the mouse into the box and the stick falls down. Yes, sir. All they gotta put in a box to get you mm-hmm. is an aesthetic. Yep. And a function. At list, period. I'm a simple girl. You ain't got to do <laughs> too got, much. They got legs. You got legs trapped. You ain't got to do too much. So in front of me right now, I have a simply modern 64 ounce tumbler, tumbler. in mauve um, oh because God. that's my it's vibe. Mauve, yeah. You know, it's a, li- it's a little warm pink salmon, if you will. Oh. Um, purchased by my husband. Thank you so much, babe. And um, but yeah, I hate water talk, but I hate it because it made me buy this freaking tumbler. <laughs> And and it's a part of my routine. It's a part of who I am now. And I hate you, You Southern ladies, for making me buy it. They got you. It's your fault. With their aesthetic. With their aesthetic and functionality, you clever, clever women, you. So have you started making waters? Yeah. So what I have today, (laughs) what I have today is I have... um, uh, just my my round ice, so my standard round ice. Your spherical. My spherical, spherical ice. Rice. Yeah, I, rice, not rice, ice. Ice, my spherical ice. I have about uh, a fourth a cup of uh, ginger juice. Mm. Um, I have one and a half cans of sparkling water, orange flavor, and then I have a, just a squirt mm-hmm. of the meal water enhancer and fruit punch. And this is a water. Yes. <laughs> it's water. It's water. It's water. It's juice. It's water. It's not water. It's juice. It feels more like water. So I get where the girls were going. And okay. again, I hate this for me, you guys. I'm not having a good time. Okay. I'm not. But you're just trying it out to see what, why you don't like it's it. It's really, the, you know, 
64 ounces of water is quite a bit and I make it through it every day and I that's a gold star for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. it. Well, you know, I support your cause. Mm. Um, Delish. Oh, and can I just say, mm-hmm. uh, for the price conscious girlies, like in real life, very functional piece of, of, of machinery in the Simply Human. I will link it if you're interested. Um, I do find it to oh, be tr- simple. Modern. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> simple human is a different brand that we love. Um, but simple modern is the name of this cup. I find it to be a good house cup. Y'all, if you're one that likes to keep track of your water and you have a lot of water bottles at home, a lot of us are trying to reduce our plastic waste. Um, this is a good one to have for the house. Now, if you want to leave the house, I would say get a regular capped water bottle because you can kind of watch what goes in it and what have you when you're out and about, but a very good water cup for those of us who are working from home or just find ourselves, um, needing to track our, our water consumption throughout the day, okay. truly. And it's half the price of the Stanley's, which half? is almost, um, let me confirm for you, but the simply in the, in, the, in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I think that's the big thing about it is that for far less. So this, the, um, simple modern, I keep calling it simple human guy. Sorry. The simple human. Oh, sorry. It's a 40 ounce chouse at 64. That's a lot of water. That's a big goal. That's a big one. <laughs> but for the 40 ounce, it's only $30 on Amazon, but I'm sure it could retail differently other places. Um, whereas the Stanley retails um, upwards of $50. Yeah. Right? For less features? For less features. It's mad, Yeah. But I'm just saying. The Stanley is not is not um, spill proof. And the Stanley also isn't as cute. It's got the branding all in the front. It's not cute. So all I'm saying is sometimes things that are priced a little bit less can give you more function, can be more aesthetically pleasing. Price does not always equate uh, value. Right. You know, which is like exactly what I've been dealing with, with this ironing board. You as well. Okay. Tell me more. So, you know, you know, I've, you know, I've worked hard in my life and yeah. I, I've reached a point where I, I may have a little bit extra what is the word dispendable income What's disposable disposable income that yes, i sir. could may you know maybe go for the more premium version of something <laughs> you say pre- when you say premium <laughs> it legit sends me um but continue <laughs> so i'm at target i was at target a few years back and i bought an ironing board there's you know you go to target there are multiple options yeah i buy i met i'm faced with these options uh like a lower price version and a higher price version mm-hmm. of the of an ironing board. Mm-hmm. Uh, the higher price version, you know, has this list of f- features that <laughs> features. it claims that it has over the other. And I'm like, oh wow, you know what? You know, I've got a little bit of money. Let me just buy mm-hmm. the premium version, yep. the nicer version at Target. Mm-hmm. And tell me why, in a matter of like maybe I want to say weeks. Mm-hmm. Because you don't use your ironing board a lot, so maybe a week of usage, the 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 leg caps are falling off. You know that's a thing with ironing boards; those leg caps. What is it about that? No, this this doesn't fall off. Oh, I've never really? had that fall off for me. Well, I, I've seen it in the past. It's falling off for you? Yeah, but then I was admittedly using very cheap ironing boards, so I well, mean, then, it know, all was falling apart. Right, <laughs> but this one I paid more for, mm. and the the feet caps are falling off. Hmm. And now they're, they're scuffing up the wood floors. That's not cool. This raw exposed tube of the ironing board frame. Not approved. Is scratching up the floor. So mm. why did I pay more mm-hmm. to get an inferior product? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is bringing me down this like avenue of like things that I've bought at Target. Because if you guys can recall a few episodes back, I ranted and raved about the the target towels yes the less expensive ones that still the were target the better towels. quality yeah, yeah. And they were like seven dollars yeah real and so much so that i was like mm. right <laughs> but i bought those because i was burned by getting higher priced towels sure and a higher priced towels they start they start fraying yeah and unraveling at the end mm-hmm. and i was like why am i buying the premium version at target for something that's doesn't meet the quality side. so i this is the my claim and I, i'm echoing your your what you said earlier yeah is that sometimes some things ain't worth the premium price like it's, it's if it's a simple thing mm-hmm. you can get away with the lesser price items i would agree with that it, it's not worth the upgrade sure 
and I think that's an example. That's a perfect so example then, like, of that. So I had this, then I, it's, it like, you know, like an investigative <laughs> journalist that I am. <laughs> and, you know, I'm here. This is a, a very serious program centered for consumer advice. Ooh. I dug dip deeper. Deep? Okay. Into this. Oh, I dug deeper into this, and I was looking up some common household products on the website, Target.com. Oh. oh, okay. And I was like, okay, so let's say a can opener, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very standard thing. Everyone needs a can opener. And guess what? We figured it out. Yeah, it's a can opener. We all figured <laughs> it's it out. Not right? complicated. <laughs> like, uh, there's no innovation. There's no technology with, your with can, a can opener. opener. Right, right. So if I uh, look up the can opener, I find two versions. I find a premium version. Mm. This one is called a lock can opener. Oh. It has like a locking feature for some reason. I don't know why you. Uh, it's fine. Okay. And this one's like seventeen dollars. No. And then I find a standard can opener. This mm-hmm. one's like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Guess which one of those two products had the highest rating of the two? <laughs> Probably the standard one. <laughs> yes. Because the standard one. The basic the one, one works. had five stars. Yeah, it's, we figured it out. Yeah, it's just a can opener. <laughs> but the higher, the one with the features, the locking, and all this stuff, mm-hmm. unnecessary, might I add. Yeah. Was more expensive. It was and had worse rating. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Like overcomplicating simple mechanisms can just get, make the user experience really trashy. Unnecessary. Mm-hmm. There's a sweet spot in Target that you just avoid the expensive, yep. avoid the cheapest, mm-hmm. right in the middle. Get it? Yeah, that's where you need to be. I do. I would agree. When it comes to Target, I would actually agree with that. Like the medium priced things, yeah, <laughs> medium, not works. large, not small. The medium price, though, it just works. It's yeah. more comfortable to use because what I notice is the cheaper items, they can work, but like they might make your hands hurt. Or, yeah, you know, it's on the same topic of a can opener, they might make your hands hurt, or mm-hmm. like you know, they might have some like sharpness to it, or un, like not a good look to it. But yeah, that's that. Good stuff, and, babe. Um, that's a good point. So that brought me down to this topic of like, what are the things you shouldn't buy at Target? Ooh, that you shouldn't buy at Target. Right. <gasps> oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to say seasonings. That's a good one. Just if you need flavorings, like some some curry powder, you know, some yeah. Thai basil seasoning. Don't get something, it from Target. You know, some Goya, like no. <laughs> <laughs> some Goya season salt. Just avoid Target. You know, I'm going to say that too because to when you're looking for seasonings, you're either looking for a variety of something because you're looking for something like, you know, uh, that you don't usually carry or you're looking for something that you usually buy that you know at this point you want a good quality for. Right. Or you need like a specific season. Yeah, you need a very a specific something. And you, you're not going to find that at Target at all. Just skip it. Yeah, unless you're going for salt and pepper and you just happen to be there. <laughs> right, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. Good one. Yeah. What would you say is something that you sh- we just people should just avoid getting from Target? That's so it's hard for me to say because you know I think Target does a lot well. They do now. Yeah. Let Let me just Target establish does a that. lot well. Target is reliable for mm-hmm. a lot of things. For a lot, a lot of Target. things, skincare, clothing's even gotten better. But all that to say, the one thing that I think one of the things that I I would add to that list is candles. Mm. I don't think Target makes good candles, y'all. Yeah. I don't think the burn is good on their their high end candles, the ones that are like twenty plus dollars or whatever. They don't burn well, and they don't have the the um mature and layered sm- scent profile of candles of similar price that you can get somewhere else. Okay. So I would not I would not get a candle at Target. Mm-hmm. Um. They have really good vessels that they come in. Sometimes their vessels come in like, you know, really cool designs. But know that you're purchasing it for the design look, yeah. and not necessarily for a well-crafted candle. Wow. And I consider myself to be a candle, you know, a candle for Chanel. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's not not at Target. That's what I would add to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned clothing. And I think one of the things that I, I, rec- I don't think anyone should go to Target for is shoes. Oh. I don't think there's a spot for that. There's there's other places that may be a better option. 
DSW. Mm-hmm. If you just need a shoe. Yeah, DSW, DSW. is going to be a good place for you to go. Um, you get a better quality shoe at I think a going to outlets. Price. Outlets. If, if you're tr- I'm thinking of price point. Yeah, right? for sure. Is, that's the conversation. That's the whole, the whole you're point. going for that price point. Yeah. I would go to an outlet. Mm-hmm. I would just go to an outlet, get, go to a sneaker store uh, or a dress shoe store, mm-hmm. you know, and get the out. I'd probably go to uh, Zara and get a shoe from Zara before I. Well, Zara might be too, higher. It's a higher price right? point, I would say. Um, but so yeah, shoes, I think that's. They're not. That's not their pocket. No, the I clothing think. Clothing might be a better spot, but yeah. Yeah, clothing definitely is a better spot. Shoes, I'm going to agree with you. I don't think shoes are great at Target. They're just not made well. And I also find that they're not always the cutest designs. Like sometimes you'll find a really good design. Um, and if you find it, grab it and, and, you know, go for it. But I think consistently, I don't know if Target always has the best quality shoes for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, yeah. we're, if we're talking about quality and value and price, I would say, yeah. Right. Let's see. What else? Yeah. What else would I not get from Target? That may be it. Because yeah. <laughs> everything else is pretty darn good. Yeah, they're reliable for a lot of things. <laughs> they're reliable for a lot of things. But I, those things I'd, I'd avoid. Yeah. So. Um, oh, actually, I do have one more. We do. I do. Produce. Produce. I don't think you should get your produce from Target, guys. What's wrong with Target's produce? I just don't <laughs> always think it's the freshest. And whenever I go to Target, they always add something. Uh-huh. They got like one onion. One onion, two potatoes. Around. They ain't got no lettuce. Like I just and that to me signals the fact that produce isn't at the top of their um their priority list in terms of restocking and reshelving. And so that probably means the quality of stuff that they buy is not the best because that's just not a priority for them. Now this could just be my local my local target experiences, but I find that obviously if you can go to farmers markets, even your lo- your small local something. Yeah, your local grocer. Your local grocer. I would get your produce from there. Now, if you live in like for instance, when we when I was living in Brooklyn with my sister, there weren't many places to get fresh fruits and veggies. Mm-hmm. So if Target is the place that had it, yeah, I that's where you, I, yeah, you know yeah. that's fine. But if you have other options, I'd say try to look for quality options elsewhere. And on top of that, it's going to be more expensive at Target. Period. Produce at Target is more expensive. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't care where I've been; it's always more expensive. So that's another thing. It costs more, but I don't think the quality it's is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I love you, Target. Look, if we want the things that you should buy from Target list, oh, yeah. we'll let, do that next yeah. week. Let us know if you want to hear that because we can go on <laughs> we, about that. Now that we very good experience in that, honey. Yeah, well, that was our episode. Yeah, we covered. Uh, it was a good catch up with the with the with the people. What are we calling the lovers and things people? Do y'all want a name? What are we calling them? Are you guys? We might have to just think about it. Maybe, yeah. the, maybe the people will come up with their name. I will put a question in the thing for you guys to answer. Like, what do you, what should we call our lovers and things family? Lovers things family. Yeah. What is it? Because you guys should, I feel like you guys should have a name. I'm going to meditate on that. I might have something next episode. I'll let the Lord give it to me. <laughs> but yeah. So talks to me. That was the lovers and things um, episode. Yes, absolutely. Um, I will say though, before we leave, this is our twentieth episode. Twentieth. Well, We've us. done twenty episodes. Come on, let's episodes. let's bring it in. Have a moment. We're having a moment. Having a moment. This is our twentieth episode. We did it. We did it, guys. Very. You guys. This is a we thing. <laughs> you, are you doing that? <laughs> You're doing that, like with the uh, with the celebrity, the the artist goes. You guys. You guys. My fans. You guys. You guys, you guys, you guys made this possible. Guys. You know. I feel like you to know? thank my mom and you my dad. You guys made that album that I that, <laughs> that I, I did. <laughs> but honestly, though, you guys have been listening to our shenanigans for 20 episodes, and yeah. we don't plan on stopping. This is just the beginning. So yeah, 20 more. Hopefully, we can get 20 more. That's the minimum, y'all. Y'all stuck with us. You're yeah. not getting rid of us. So nah. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for rocking with us for 20 episodes. Absolutely. This is the beginning of a fun journey together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a lot more in store. So many great ideas. Yeah. You know, we want to open up and create this community where you guys can feel part of the show as well Mm -hmm. so that's something that's on the plan for the future um we want to engage with you guys more on social and you know effectively we do this together yeah this is all a thing Mm -hmm. absolutely so thank you guys for rocking with us so far and um yes thank you we'll keep it moving so until next week 
Yeah, this was the Lovers of Things podcast. Keep loving the things. Yes, and love your people. It's so, so important. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.